foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. Well, we want to start today with a few facts. First of all, faith is in a person, not a denomination, a system, or feelings, but a dependence on the person of Jesus Christ himself, exhibiting his character, words, and deeds, not in the works of the flesh or self-gratification, but in the power of the Holy Spirit. So then, because it's the power of the Holy Spirit, we don't muster up faith or automatically grow in faith just because we are attending a church service. So faith isn't about showing that we have some sort of great works of goodness. You know, that that's not proof that we have the Holy Spirit, that we have faith. The proof that we have faith is that we exhibit his character, that we exhibit Christ's words and his deeds, not for our own selfish gain, but showing that the power of the Holy Spirit is residing in us and we are just naturally out of the Spirit doing what Christ did, saying what Christ said. Walking the way Christ walked, it is a, it's a natural part of our being. And we use the Holy Spirit as if he's some sort of tool that we can just manipulate for our own selfish gain. Sharon, your thoughts um, go deep within my heart. And part of that is because I've been convicted of a verse back in the Old Testament, 1 Samuel 2, 3. And that is something that I was convicted of a long time ago, but something I have to constantly refer to. And that is simply, talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. In the past, I have studied things, and I knew them. I knew them in principle. Mm -hmm. And so I spoke them in a public setting. But I didn't speak them in brokenness of heart. Oh, yeah. And so I gave out great information, and I'm sure I helped some people intellectualize the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. But I know that I didn't always have an effect on their hearts. Well, you know, Janie, our words matter and how we deliver those words. And sometimes it's not about the words that we say. It's how we say them. And if we're saying them in pride and arrogance, that can hurt hurt people and, and draw them away from the Lord instead of to him. 
Well, and you know, believe it or not, the Apostle Paul has given us a very great illustration of that. And remember, Paul had um, had a great upbringing. He was a Jew of Jews. Mm -hmm. He had been trained in the law. He knew it backwards and forwards. And he therefore then started to apply by his faith and what he knew intellectually by persecuting the Christians. Right. Right. So his faith was not based on knowledge. And that's why in Or the person of Jesus Christ himself. And it took a mighty awakening for him to even be awakened. His soul was touched. His heart thought, how could I have been so foolish? And he goes back by saying in 1 Corinthians 15, 9, I am the least of the apostles who am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. Hmm. But by the grace of God, I am what I am and his grace towards me was not in vain. And Sharon, I'm going to stop right there for a moment because in today's culture, how many times have you maybe said yourself or you've heard others say, well, that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yet we're building an identity that is not according mm-hmm. to the truth of the scriptures. So are right. we accepting a false identity Because we look at who we think we are Mm -hmm. and exercise faith in something that's not true. Yes. Yes. So then the last half of this verse in 1 Corinthians 15 says, But now I labor more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. So even in our foolishness and when we don't use the words right, when we're not exercising faith according to knowledge, divine knowledge, the grace of God still prevails and his steadfast love still prevails. And so in 1 Corinthians, just going over a couple of chapters, we go back to chapter 10, 12. And I'm going to say something in a minute about why we are using so much Scripture. So don't let me forget. Okay. Because I can forget. But in 1 Corinthians 10, 12, it says once again, Let him that thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. And a lot of times our faith allows us to be overconfident in what we know. So we stand in our own strength rather than in the in the strength and power of the Holy Spirit? Yes. And that's really exercising false faith. Wow. Now, one of the things that is becoming increasingly necessary as we live in this day, this week, this month, this season, is Sharon, the Word of God is going to become more and more difficult to just be made available. It's not made in the pulpit as it should be. It's usually got so many different uh, ideas and philosophies in ministries that we get confused. And do you know some of our leading retailers have chosen to quit carrying Bibles? It's scary that we would take for granted such a 
magnificent gift as God's Word. Of the availability. The availability, Sharon, is drying up, and darkness and dimness is increasing. And And we don't see it happening because we're not paying attention. Well, and we have had the Word of God, but things are changing. So Mm -hmm. one prominent theologian of today gave very good counsel, but it was sobering. And he said, Christians, you better start to memorize because the day may come when the scriptures you have memorized becomes the walking Bible. Mm -hmm. And what another Christian has memorized, you will now share what you have memorized with one another, and that will help sustain and build up your faith. Mm -hmm. It's still the truth of scripture. But we cannot assume that that will always be available. Right. And in many countries today, they get one Bible in a tribe, and then they tear pages out. And every member gets two or three pages, which they memorize in totality. And when they come together to meet, they are exchanging the scriptures because there was only one Bible for the whole tribe. Would that not be something if that would be our only standard in America? How effectual would the body of Christ be able to support the body of Christ Mm -hmm. if we just had one book for a whole church? Yeah. How much have we really taken in the Word of God and by faith then appropriated it? Because you know what? When we appropriate it, we usually learn it because we've just failed, and we're searching for something to tell us what to do. Right. And so there's new understanding to uh, being weak so that he can be our strength. Right. And the way we can fortify that is by knowing the scriptures and then being willing to apply them in our life by faith so that we will remember them. Well, you know, Romans ten seventeen says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we really kind of see that as a, a an event for salvation, but that really is a process of growth. We have to be in the scriptures to to grow in him. We have to be knowing the word of God and applying it to our lives day to day. For faith to grow in us, for us to be able to grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, as Second Peter 3.18 says. And Sharon, I think one of the truths that we can establish is that God the Father, through the Lord Jesus Christ, and by the willingness of the Holy Spirit, have chosen to make us the dwelling place of the Spirit. And so stop and realize all of the precious promises, exhortations, warnings, comforts, how to live righteousness is indwelling us right now. And what excuse will we have when we cannot give forth what he's thinking and saying? He lives within. And we are so busy checking out the culture And the latest things that the world is telling us that we need to believe. And we let the immediate, what's going on right now, rob us 
of our true calling and the eternal state of why we are here on earth for this time. And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.